Wine Diaries with Lynn and Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Decision Diaries. Today on Decision Diaries, we are going to be talking about empty nester decisions. And today I have a special guest who I met uh, on my honeymoon at the airport. I'm going to give some context in a second, but Carla Molino, welcome to Decision Diaries. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. This is so fun. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, so I'm going to provide a little context for people who don't know my friend Carla. I haven't, <laughs> haven't met her at my uh, my son's first birthday party, which was, I think, the last time you we were here with all my friends. So this is kind of how this went down. Um, my husband and I got married on November 14th. Carla and Joe got married on November 14th. And we all ended up on an airplane to St. Lucia. On the airplane. That's right. Oh, yeah, from Miami. And then on the airplane, my husband said to me uh, before landing, please don't make a ton of friends on the airplane or at the resort because this is our honeymoon. It's supposed to be you and me. I said, okay. It's like he didn't even know who he married, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to give sort of like a, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I did that. We didn't talk to anybody on the plane. Um, I think you guys were maybe about three seats behind us. We didn't talk to you guys at that time. And so the plane lands and we're standing in line to get checked in, to go, you know, get in these vans to go to our, our resort in St. Lucia. And lo and behold, my husband starts talking to your husband, Joe. And then at that point, all bets were off well, the rest of the honeymoon. <laughs> right, Carla? Um, if you will remember, because uh, my husband needed to get a beer for over the layover to take on our next leg of our journey. So we were running on the plane. Y'all were waiting for us to get on the plane. And we were out of breath and sweating running on the plane and here's Joe trying not to spill his beer as we make it to our seat. So in fairness to Bruce, that was kind of a, you know, a topic waiting to be addressed. <laughs> so we started talking to you and, um, and then we have done this journey of life together. And now here we are at what I would say is we've, we've both dropped our kids off at college officially. You did it before me and we both had two boys. So my first question to you, Carla, is when you returned back home after dropping off your last child at college, mm-hmm. tell me some of your thoughts, observations, and some of like the decisions you and Joe started making together. Life. Um, well, the first decision would have been what we were going to, what we were picking up for dinner because we had a five hour trip home from dropping our youngest off from college. So that would have been our first big major decision. Uh, but really the first really, I, I, I was very sad and, um, crying a lot. And, uh, so I don't really feel like we had a lot of big decisions to make, like, Um, I mean, it was a wreck here because of, you know, college and trying to get them out, you know, packed and, you know, out of state and and all that kind of stuff. But I'm I'm really struggling to think of what I mean, I think I don't feel like any big 
changes really. I mean, we didn't turn anybody's bedroom into a gym, you know, like the proverbial. You know that was going to be my first question. No, no. And, and I want to tell you this. I thought that I was going to do that. I thought mm -hmm. I could not wait to get into, you know, get my son's stuff out so that I could get into his room. And I thought, I thought in my, in my pre-planning mind, I thought I'm going to drop Corey off. And as soon as I get back to the house, I'm going to tear that room apart. I'm going to Lysol it. I'm going to repaint it. I'm going to reorganize it. But I will tell you, it still sits there today yeah. as yeah. if he moved out yesterday. And I think that says a lot to with my youngest, I, I'm almost like not ready yet. I'm still going through it. Right. I'm still yeah. making a decision. My, yeah. my older one, when, you know, when he went to, um, when he moved to Austin, you know, he can't come in regularly. It's a flight. It's a 15 hour drive. So um, I did kind of clean his room and, and at least made the bed and that kind of stuff. But for some reason with my youngest, knowing he was my last, I have made the conscious decision to not touch it yet. And I think, I think that's, I think that's holding on. Maybe that's what we're doing, Carla, is we're kind of holding on. Yeah, I'm always going to be holding on. I'm, 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 I just don't foresee a moment where I'm not going to be holding on. I'll be real honest. But it's funny you say that because when we dropped um, our oldest off at college, uh, yeah, our youngest, he, they had had a deal. We'd made a deal uh, in high school that our oldest wanted, you know, this, like the biggest bedroom all the way upstairs. And we were like, okay, that's fine. But then when you go to college, you have to give it to your brother so he can have his last two years of high school in that, that room. And he was like, deal. Well, he reneged on that deal. And we Ooh. gave him until, oh yeah, we gave him until like the day, the day he was, the day before he was leaving for college. And, and we were like, you're sure you're not, you're not, you're not going to give up that room. I mean, that's your word. And he was like, no, he's not having that room. And when we, I kid you not, we moved Vinny into college in the dorms on a Friday, um, late afternoon. And as we were moving Vinny into the dorm, Nikki was moving from his the smaller <laughs> bedroom, like the one of the bedrooms upstairs all the way down to the basement where I had a, a big, you know, guest suite. And I had it set up like a hotel room with two queen beds. And, you know, but like it was beautiful. Oh, he was moving into that. He was, oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we didn't, do too much of that but yeah that's it's it, the second his brother left the house he he was like i'll show him i'm gonna take the biggest room in the whole house i'm gonna take the whole basement so well, that's awesome well you know we we joked about um we kept threatening our children that we were going to turn their rooms into some like sex den that oh, we were yeah. going to put like a hanging swing oh, yeah. just, so, uh -huh. just so that they didn't feel like they should come back too yeah. often now here's a here's another question i have for you you know when we talk about some of these empty nesting decisions did you guys buy more pets or how old are your pets now because we went and we bought a brand new dog so yeah. we have like a two-year-old in our house, very ADD dog, almost to create the same noise and chaos as our children. It's like, what did, what were we thinking when we bought a high maintenance dog after getting rid of our high maintenance boys? I could have had a clean house, but now <laughs> things are getting chewed. This dog has more toys than all of our dogs combined. Well, you know. so uh, after we, Vinny, 
moved to college uh, in the fall in August of 2020, our our Labrador um, Millie at that time she was she was 12. Um, she was not doing well at all. So about a month into him being at college, he came home um, so we could say goodbye to her and put her you know let her go. Uh, of course we bought another dog because we can't not have a dog and we can't make things easy. So we had to fly almost up to Canada to get this dog. And um, so, yes, we have a almost three-year-old in our home who Joe and I affectionately refer to as the baby uh, because he is our late in life baby. Uh, he goes everywhere with us. Uh, he's got their toys all over this place. It's like Joe comes home sometimes like, and he's like, what the hell happened here today? And it's like, I am immediately taken back in time to when my boys were little and he would come home and we would have had like just a hair pulling out kind of day. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. And, yeah. You know, and the house is a wreck and you know, toys are everywhere and everybody's crying. And so sometimes he comes home and it's like that exact moment. He's like, what the hell happened here today? I'm like, dude, I don't know. We have a toddler. This is just what happened. Like this is just, this is how our day was today. All right. I got nothing done. Um, so, oh yeah, we're, I mean, he's super good. He's super chill and laid back. Um, but he, he's hilarious. And because he's an only child, if you will, he wants all the attention and, um, he goes like, even if we go to the grocery store, he's going to the grocery store. Joe is outside blowing leaves today. He's outside, you know, blowing leaves. But then when he's in the driveway, Joe stuck him in his truck so he could sit there and watch him and hang out while he blew leaves. Like, like, like he goes everywhere with us. And we refer to him as the baby. Yeah. Well, this is the third daughter. And I just want to say I'm glad I had two boys because had I had a daughter, um, I don't think I'd be in this house anymore because <laughs> my husband loves the daughter that uh, is our dog, um, Anna. And you know, what's also interesting is we've gone um, on, on various trips and we seem to find ourselves next to other empty nesters and we're all showing our pictures of, of our, our dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was texting my friend. Well, I was texting uh, my friend this morning. I was like, my entire phone camera roll is either pictures of my dog. Uh, oh, and we have a cat. Uh, so pictures of my dog. I don't take many pictures of her though, of the cat. And pictures of stuff I want to buy or, you know, like when I'm out shopping, you know, like or like screenshots of stuff. Like I'll circle back to that. That's my whole camera roll. Are there pictures of my children? No, not really, Lynn. Not really. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it. I'm just not going to feel bad about it. No, because this is a different life. time in life. Now, yeah. have you and Joe, um, you've probably seen that uh, thanks to COVID and 2020, Bruce and I went heavy deep into mountain biking. And that mm -hmm. became like our couple's hobby. Like we've got to get out of the house. We've got to yeah. get active. You know, we're, we're running away from death now because we're no longer needed as, as parents. You know, our kids can survive somewhat on their own. Um, of course, they still need our check for, you know, college yeah, we, or whatever. But but um, but have you guys developed any habits? Have you guys uh, played pickleball? Oh, you know, that's so we do. Actually, we're playing. We have a court reserved for 830 tonight. So, yes, we do play pickleball. I play more than Joe. Um, and he because we are very, very competitive with each other. And so it doesn't usually end real well. And, um, you know, it's it's amazing that we ended up actually getting married because when we 
first our first dates were playing tennis um, on the tennis courts, you know, in college when um, that summer of 95 when we were students at Auburn. And I mean, I flat out left him on the courts multiple times and drove off. I'm like, you find your own damn way home. So the <laughs> fact that he like kept coming back, like is nothing short of a miracle. But yeah, so we play pickleball. Um, I normally play with my friends and, and kind of do my own thing, but we, we do play together occasionally like tonight with friends. Um, but we have for, I don't know, about five or six years, maybe a little longer, yeah, probably a little longer. Um, a while ago, we really got into um, uh, like uh, shooting clays. So we are sport, you know, like shooting sportsmen. That's what we enjoy. So we. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. So we. You done ski shooting? No, like we don't do ski. I hate ski. We do clay shooting. Um, we yes, yeah, so we do. Um, which is which is a little different. We do um, like a course. Um, so, and Joe likes trap, which is another variation of it. I, I don't really enjoy trap too much, but uh, we both do not like skeet. That's a very different game. Um, but we belong to a private club here and we have got, you know, like 700, um, acres and, um, we, you know, it's, it's a great way for us to be out outdoors and enjoy our time together and compete. Uh, maybe it's not always a good idea that we're competing with firearms in our hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, you're still married. Hey, right. hey we're still married know. and we're both still alive. Knock on wood. So, uh, so far it's working out, but yeah, so we got into that about five or six years ago and we really enjoy that, um, a lot. Um, especially with our, you know, when it's really cold here, um, is really my favorite time to go out. Um, and I go out by myself. Um, I go out to our club by myself, um, without him too. So, um, yeah. So, you know, that's an interesting been, hobby. Yeah. I, you know, well, I, I mean, mean, that's really, uh, that's, that's interesting that you guys got into that. If you would have told me that when I met you guys at the resort, that you guys would be in the woods with firearms, I, maybe I would have believed it about <laughs> Joe. I don't know if I would have, if I would have thought, I would have thought, I hope Joe runs fast if Carla has a firearm. But he does but, not, Lynn. He does not run fast at all. No. <laughs> so at least you're on the same team. I, at least I hope you're on the same team. Well, uh, no, actually, we're not. Um, but um, we just tend to anymore when it's just the two of us not keep score, quite honestly, because it we're just too competitive with each other. Oh, that, yeah. You know, and some competition is like really healthy, um, but ours really gets very unhealthy. So with, so yeah, for the sake of our marriage there, uh, sometimes we just don't keep score. Right, right. Well, I'm with you because it was really funny that my, my husband and I, when we both walked out onto the pickleball court to play our friends, Alexa and Bill, um, we started, we were just learning the rules. And so we hit a couple of times and I hit something into the net and he said, you know, you have to, I'm like, you're not an expert. <laughs> like, no, wait a second. And so at that point I said, Hey, Alexa, would you come over? I want to be teammates with you. I, this one needs to go over there. And so we actually ended up playing uh, boys against girls, but yep. you know, I am seeing a lot of empty nesters. I mean, you cannot get a court in Florida because it is, 
It is covered with 50 year olds, but now, you know, there's some 20 year olds getting into it, but like the empty nesters are going to get there first because they're going to reserve the courts faster. And, you know, they're, they're, they're ahead of the game, if you will. Oh yeah. So, My mom and dad live in a, um, like a resort, um, like, um, a resort, like, uh, retirement community, um, mm -hmm. like, and they have 20 something like 27 pickleball courts. And it's like, you have to be 55 and older to live in their neighborhood. And it's like, it, they're always full. They're always full. It's like people in their seventies and eighties, for God's sakes, out there sh hitting pickleball. And like, yeah. I, I mean, and then we're, we're out there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. How, how do these 70 year olds do this? So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, I figured, I figured we both had done the pickleball thing as empty nesters. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I'm starting to find interesting is that because there is nobody home, right. Um, there's, there's, there's nobody kind of forcing us to go back to our house. If, I'm working late or, or he's doing something and we're out, um, you know, we don't feel the need that we have to rush home to cook. So are you guys eating out more? And then my other question for you, are you guys, you guys finding out you're eating out more? And then on top of that, if you do eat at home, are you on at the dinner table or are you guys in front of the TV with your separate like lounge chairs? So <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, you probably would love Joe's answer to this one, but because when Nikki went to college, I officially kind of started my, well, I don't have to cook anymore. I've been, I've been planning and cooking meals, three meals a day for these people for, you know, however their entire lives. I'm, I'm done. I'm exhausted. Like, yeah. Nobody told me, nobody told me, Lynn, I would have to plan three meals a day shop for three meals a day, cook three meals a day until the end of time. At the end of <laughs> right. time then people would still complain about it. So, uh, or maybe not like it or critique me, you know, like, like I'm, I'm not going for a Michelin star here, but like, like, I, so I was done. I'm, I'm like, I'm tapping out. I'm done. I'm not cooking anymore. So I would say it's a good week if I'm cooking twice a week. Uh, well, you so know, we, we did the whole we did the whole Blue Apron thing. So the yeah. planning is done on an app, and we get whole food us. delivered to us. And then, um, you know, we made some of the meals, and then we would get in a rut, or the meals would would start to feel a little uh, repetitive. But yeah, it, it it's a fifty. Every week is different because every week, as we're starting to either head home or I get the call from him, he's like, you want to just go meet at this taco place? I'm like, yeah. Mexican, like five nights a week. Like we should own stock in it now. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. If there's a new restaurant in town, where you, where are your people, where are your people? Yeah. Give us, give us those coupons. Now, yeah. the other thing that, um, you know, Bruce is still active in, um, in, in soccer. And mm -hmm. so, you know, he picked up volunteer, well, I don't say volunteering for um, our son's elementary school. They went to the Catholic elementary school. He is now the varsity soccer coach. Oh, so, awesome. um, you know, there's a time period where he has two tasks to do, go to work and do soccer, which is extremely overwhelming, Carla. It's yeah. very overwhelming, yeah. but it, it does, you know, I mean, he is giving back to the community and I was like, do 
you know, do I need to start volunteering for something? How do, how do I give back? And that's when I kind of came with the podcast and I was like, you're welcome. This is my yeah. gift back. Yeah. Your gift, <laughs> gift back is you. You're, you're giving yourself as a gift back. I see that. I see that. And anyone who knows you gets that. And the people who don't, well, they just don't. But I mean, that's their loss. But yeah, I see that, Lynn. Uh, so I, um, you know, because I've been, a, you know, I'm still, you know, a, I'm housewife, homemaker, um, you know, stay home. Like I have always over volunteered, um, you know, you name it. And, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just I, I can't even I can't even just. Describe, you know, from, you know, when my kids went to private Catholic school, K through 12, and, you know, just being super, super involved all the way through. And, and, you know, and then in high school being, you know, the president of the booster club and the, you know, the this and the that and the just it. And then, you know, I was a um, animal assisted therapy volunteer with our last Labrador Millie. We did that for seven years um, at the, our children's hospital, the oncology with the oncology patients at our children's hospital. Um, and, you know, I finally, uh, when Nikki went to college, that was also my, I'm, I'm done. Like I need a break. Right. I have right. so over committed and just, just stretched myself so thin. Uh, you know, I was, you know, a um, advisor uh, for my sororities chapter here at the University of Tennessee. Um, it, and that was for a couple of years, that was tremendously time consuming, although I did really enjoy it. But um, I was definitely overcommitted with all my volunteering and my giving back. And so now is my time where I am selfishly giving back to myself. And I have given myself permission not to feel bad about that because I have done. No, you shouldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've done nothing for myself uh, since, you know, having these children. <laughs> and and uh, so when they, the last one left last year, I was like, now it's me time. So, um, you know. Good for I, you. Yeah. You know what, you know, that, that actually really brings up a really good point. A really, really good point. And this is why you and I are having this conversation mm -hmm. without our husbands nearby, because you do for that time period in your life, you really do put yourself on the back burner. Yep. And so, you know, there was a period of time where I, I completely stopped my career in the technology industry and I was a stay at home mom. And then I went, I creeped back. I say I creeped back into the technology industry where, you know, I, I worked at a university and then I finally went officially back in into the private sector and had to kind of creep and crawl my way um, to where I am now. But all along the way, I was, you know, looking for companies that were flexible, that would let me get to all my children's events. I, um, you know, everything they were into, I had to be into. I don't know if you knew this, but you know, when my kids got soccer, I love soccer was time box socks, soccer's 90 minutes wrestling is three days in a gym oh yeah no that's how that's how aau basketball is and that sucked the life out of me i was like <laughs> i have to sit in one more gym in some random city or town or whatever and eat one more hot dog or one more pretzel like no dude i'm done like you know right. and we did it and i loved every second of it when we were in the moment but once it was over i was like thank you jesus like you know yeah yeah, yeah, so this is actually my first fall 
being an empty nester. And so I didn't know when the kids were going, I, I didn't know like what was the first day of school. I'm like, why are there so many people on the road? Right. It's like, everybody's going back to school. You are in the, you, you, yeah. you picked eight 30 to go through San Marco in the middle of a school mm -hmm. day. And I was like, what, what these people need to get off my road. I know. These people I need know. to get off my road. Um, so I'm just feeling it. This, this is again, I, about three months. Um, Corey doesn't come in a whole lot and, and Sean, you know, like I said, has to, it has to be a plane ride and a coordination for yeah. him to come in. So I'm only at about three months, but you are actually at a year, a year, almost a year and a half. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Benny's graduating college this May, uh, and, you know, working on his graduate school applications now. So, um, but has, you know, sworn up and down, he will not be moving home. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, and then Nikki is five hours away, you know, at his college. And I mean, we don't, Vinny's only 30 minutes away and we don't, I, we see Nikki more than Vinny only because we, we are season ticket holders. Um, and so we're down in Auburn for every home game. So otherwise, but that's just during football season, but otherwise I, we don't ever see Vinny like, but maybe once every six weeks or so. Um, cause when he comes home just randomly on a Sunday for a few hours. Um, but yeah, so it's just weird. It's so weird. And it is like, you're so out of touch with like, you know, daylight savings and, you know, back <laughs> to school. Oh, this is the tax-free weekend. Why am I at Costco today then? You know, like I, I, those things don't occur to me anymore or, you know, uh, in the traffic, like you said, or fall break, or why are all these kids out? Why are these kids at school? Oh, fall <laughs> break. Okay. Right, yeah. right, right. And then Bruce was like, we need to uh, renew a Costco. I'm like, for who? We're not buying for the wrestling team anymore. We're not, you know, like we're just, we just have two little meals to ourselves. Now I did discover a couple things about my husband after the boys have left because it's been so long that my house has not been full. Right. Yeah. And um, there were times where there would be some socks, some shoes, laying around occasionally there was a toilet that for some reason didn't get flushed and I always yelled at my younger son because I thought it was always his fault and now that I'm living with my husband again I had to call him and apologize and be yeah. like it was him the whole time it was, yeah. <laughs> it was him Here's the, whole the thing. Time. like do you and Bruce ever talk like sometimes like <laughs> Sometimes we'll just be laying there like this, especially like when the kids were in high school or like growing up and stuff, we would be laying there and we'd be like on a weekend or something. And we'd be like, do you, do you remember what did we do before we had kids? Like, what did we do with our free time? What did we do on the weekends? Did, and I was like, dude, we napped a lot. We took a <laughs> lot of naps and we did whatever we wanted because we had money and we didn't have kids and we didn't have, we weren't tied down to schedules, you know? So I just like, it's just so funny to think because now it is full circle. You're back where it's like, you're almost like newlyweds again. Like, you know, oh, hi, how are you? Like, you know, kind of thing. Um, and it's just the, the two of you again. So it's it's a very weird, weird season of life. It, it really is. Um, well, and weird you, or good? Are you saying like, are, are you guys? So I will tell you when my parents dropped me off, it was like a drop and roll. Like, I mean, the car, the car, the car stopped, but, and they took me out to dinner and the car stopped, but my dad was like, yeah, we need to get going. And, um, and, and you're not going to be able to find us. Don't come back to the house. 
And then when I came back and I went out to dinner with my parents, they were all over each other, like oh, just yeah. like all over each other. And that was the year that they celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, really? And being a good daughter, I organized a huge party for them. And I just like to say, I don't, I don't see my, my boys are not organizing a party for me. Yeah. Nobody's organizing a party for us either. I, I okay. gotta say. But also we had boys and like, we'll never get anything. I mean, we'll be left <laughs> a baby with a dirty diaper if they're going to give us anything. Lynn. Let's face it. <laughs> right. I mean, right. We're, yeah, we're not going to be getting anything. Uh, so yeah. So it's weird because, okay, first of all, my parents were always like that. So that was a little cringy. Um, even, you know, before I went away to college. Um, but, and Joe and I've always been really affectionate with each other. Um, like, and, you know, just really, you know, we just, we genuinely like just really love each other and just like each other. We like hanging out together. I mean, most of the times there are times that like he really gets on my nerves, but right. I mean, whatever. Um, I'm sure I don't ever get on his. Um, <laughs> that's right. Cause this, right? Is, your this is your <laughs> right. podcast. That's, 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 right. that's the one on record. That's right. That's right, Lynn. Um, so yes, but you know, it's funny because, um, the summer Joe had this thing the whole summer before, um, Nikki went away to college. Um, at, you know, everybody wants to ask you, oh, you're going to be empty nesters. Aren't you so excited? What are you going to do? What are you going to do now that you're going to be an empty nesters? And Joe started taking to the response of, we're going to have naked Tuesdays. Yeah. And I was like, what? And no, we're not. And he was selling this idea of naked Tuesdays to all of our friends and everybody we knew. And so that whole summer, like, so we went on like big trip with like Nikki and all of his friends and their parents, like to Mexico and everything. And then, and Nikki and Joe, Joe's like, you know, yeah, naked Tuesday, naked Tuesday. I kid you not, like at least one of Nikki's friends, parents do naked Tuesday. And I'm not going to even say who it is. They know who they are, but like Joe came home like a couple times after we dropped Nikki off and like the, and like tried naked Tuesday. And I was like, no, sir, no, sir. We're not doing that. And he's like, look, it's just the fact that I can come home and be naked in my kitchen. And I'm like, but nobody wants to see it. Like, Oh, no, no. no. I, hey, I, no. on this one, I'm on Joe's side. I will tell you that we dropped Corey off. And when we came home, I took my top off in the hallway. And <laughs> and because I was like, I can. I'm going to explore the space. I'm exploring the space. Because before, I would just even start to lift up my shirt, even if I had a tank top underneath no. it. And Bruce would be like, close the door. The boys. Close the door. The boys. And yeah. now I'm like, boy, you know, don't boys look in my nice. house. Yeah. Don't look in, don't, don't look in my front window. Mm -hmm. Don't look over my fence. My sister-in-law bought the house next to us. Oh, so God. we now have a COVID compound. You know, we, oh, we, we, we got this dual, dual uh, swimming pools. And I told her, I said, um, I know we're talking about putting like a little easy gate so that we can. I was about to things. say that you take down the fence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, but now she rings the doorbell. Now she does it. She, she'll knock on the fence before peeking over the fence. Yeah. But I did, I enjoyed walking around with my top off around my house, 
just enjoy that. I don't close the door anymore to our bedroom when I'm getting dressed. And the thought of, you know, they're coming home for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I got to put that, I got to put that genie back in the bottle. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I've just kind of explored the space. So I got to put that genie back in the bottle. So I got to learn how to, how to reel it in, but I'm with him. Naked Tuesdays. Awesome. Mm -hmm. We were also doing sort of, um, Friday night, theme date nights. And Ooh, so, that's um, a lot of effort. Like, so what did you guys do for your theme nights? Oh, let's see. What did I do? Well, kicking off the first one, I had like these cards and he had to like decide, you know, which card like left hand or right, oh, right. hand thing. So like it was kind of like, adventure? right. Like a little scavenger hunt or a little yeah. adventure. Like one was kind of a dare and another one was kind of a thing, but he, I remember, um, the first one I organized and then it, he did the next one and then I did the next one and then we ended up going to London. So, you know, we kind yeah. of, but, um, but the one that he drew was find a place in the house that we haven't made out in in a long time because we have been reserved to the bedroom you know we kiss in front of our boys and all like that but I mean I'm talking like make out make out and I I believe um I'm looking over at him I'm thinking I think it was the front porch like we we came home and he just like threw me up against the porch and was like we haven't done anything here and I'm like oh okay you know I mean yeah that's new and exciting I mean that's pretty hot yeah I I mean but are you guys you guys are still in your same house right so like you've covered, yeah. you've covered a lot of bases, uh, you know, before kids there. Um, and we're on house number, what is this? Four or five? I don't know. Uh, so there's like nowhere here that we have covered. <laughs> like <laughs> other than like our bedroom. That's it. Well, that's uh, what Naked Tuesdays are for. No, so Naked we're, Tuesdays, not, no we're just, not encouraging you it. Just walk all around. <laughs> no, I am not a, a participant of Naked Tuesdays, and I have uh, put a official stop to that. And I forgot the uh, I forgot the next one that that he did, um, but um, but you know we were looking at like cosmic concerts, and I mean just trying to just yeah. just trying to just kind of like let's go back to some going out dating because we don't have to be home at any time. We don't have to be up at any time. Um, it, it's all on our time. I, I, I think that's why they, of course, that's why they need the dating app our time. Cause it is, I do feel like it's You're our right. time. So coming, thinking about it, another thing, do you guys ever have these moments, um, where, um, you know, like we'll just be going along. We're having a great time. And then all these, all of a sudden he's like, oh, we should text the kids, like a picture of us having a great time. <laughs> and, so, and so we're constantly like, they're seeing us, we're like in our third bottle of wine. We're mm-hmm. like, hey, hope you guys are having as much fun as we are. Like, hope you're having fun at college. Hope you're having fun. And so our kids are like, would you guys really stop drunk? Yeah, that's what ours do. We get responses <laughs> like, we don't care. Or please stop. <laughs> Or that's cringy. And we're like, okay, <laughs> all right, peace out. Yeah. Love you guys too. We miss you. I'm sure you're going to be calling us tomorrow for more money. But, you know, it's like <laughs> we get the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we do the same thing. And, and it is, we're like those parents 
like, you know, like, like in that, you know, that just everyday sitcom where, you know, the kids are gone and we're like, oh, let's see what the kids are doing. Or, oh, let's send the kids a picture of this. And like that, the number of animal pictures I send my children and they're like, okay, the dog's doing the same thing he was doing in the last five pictures. Thanks, mom. It's like, I, yeah, it's just, you become this person that you're like, who I was not this person when my kids were in the house. Like, like, I don't know what happens to you. It's like something else overtakes you in this empty nest season. I, I can't explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done a couple of, um, impromptu drive-bys. So, you know, we woke oh, up in the morning idea. and we were like, we were like, huh, we woke up in the morning and I said, well, what do we want to do today? Are we going to go mountain biking? And he's like, nope, we're heading to Orlando. We're going to take Corey out to lunch. And so we just drove for an hour and a half. And, you know, we said, hey, look, we're we're about 10 minutes from your apartment. We're coming in. And the first thing I went in, you know, um, you know, Bruce was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to talk to his roommates or whatever. And I picked up a notebook to make sure he was taking notes because mm -hmm. my kids are not the best academic children. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, we've got some notes. He's taking some notes. That's good. You know, cause this is his first couple of classes, is he going to make it? And then uh, we took him out to lunch and, and it was just like, it was so nice. I remember my parents used to do kind of the, you know, they were, I was about an hour and a half away from my parents. So my dad would say things like, Oh, um, I'm on my way to Tampa for business. So you want to go out to lunch? So yeah, so he would drive by, take me out to lunch. And now I know what it was. It was just one of those moments where you're like, oh, that's right. I have children and I want to see them right now. Yeah. And this is going to happen. And then I'm happy that they're not living in my personal space. But I occasionally just want to go and and give them a hug or hear a story from yeah. them or just hear everything's okay. So let me ask you this. I know your other, your older son's going to go to grad school, but there's definitely a boomerang thing happening right now because these 2020 grads are graduating from college. They're coming home. Some of them are finding jobs. Some of them are not finding jobs. Any, what would you do if that happened to you? Um, well, I think there are a couple things to that. One is I think right now I, we have to give these 2020 kids a lot of they they I mean as you know because you had one too they they really got the can I curse on here yeah they got the shit end of the deal yeah they I did mean, I mean not I'm not just talking like you know their senior year of high school I mean like Vinny's first two years of college like were essentially spent you know mostly not in a classroom I mean the and you know this first year, like, you know, just very minimal sports activities, like just, uh, and we're in a very, very conservative town and state. So we had a lot more open than most of the country. Right. Uh, so I think, so there, th these kids have been through a lot. That's number one. Number two, these kids are graduating now from college, you know, or, and entering this next phase of life in a really shitty economy and a really shitty job market and things just aren't good. Um, and I know it's not the first time. It won't be the last time, but it's like, come on, can these kids just get a win? Can they just get a break for God's sakes? And can their parents get a break? You know, like, uh, you know, because that that's the other thing, but more so really the kids. So I, I, 
I feel like it would depend on the situation and the kid. Um, and, and every kid's different. Uh, you know, Joe has this, Joe's really old school and he has this, he has in his mind, he's like, they have to move home after their undergrad degree. They get six months, six months. And then they got to move out. I'm like, you can't just say six months. Like, like you have no idea. Like you can't just say that. So, you know, I, I don't know. Um, well, I, I think I would use the tactic my parents used because I will say I was one of those reluctant graduates that I was very upset that I did not have a job offer the second I walked at graduation. Um, very, very upset because I enjoyed living on my own. I enjoyed my independence. I enjoyed seeing my parents, you know, turning into teenagers again. And, um, and I was very much aware that their house was their house yeah. because when I yeah. came home for Christmas, it was, you know, their house is their house and me staying out till two in the morning, you know, they got upset. I know. So- <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's what, that's why I stayed in col- it's college every summer. I didn't go home. I'm like, why do I want to go home to your rules and your curfew? I- I'm going to stay in college. Right. So what, you know, so when I went home, you know, my parents welcomed me. Um, like you said, my mom, my mom was a stay at home mom and she cooked all the time. So when I came home, she was just like, I don't know what you're eating for dinner. Cause your father and I are going out because yeah. I'm not doing the cooking. So the cooking was, was definitely over. Not so she, she was, she was over that. And of course she was not one of these moms. that's like, Oh, you're home. I, I want to do some laundry for you. She didn't do that either. But what was really interesting is they were supportive, but you would hear them whisper downstairs. Did she apply for a job today? Are you sure she applied? Are you sure she applied? And I would yell from upstairs, I applied for jobs. I don't want to be here any more than you want to be here. And as soon as I got that job offer, I didn't even wait for my first paycheck. I actually went and signed an apartment lease, negotiated with the person to let me give them the deposit when I got my first paycheck. I wanted out so bad. But I think it's because you know, my parents were always talking about me and kind of making me feel welcome and loved, but yet you don't unco- like you, you are a temporary resident. Like yeah. this is your checkout day was 11 o'clock, you know, and you've, right. you're, you're staying, but you can't get comfortable. I've seen the opposite where some of these kids are getting way comfortable with things. Oh, oh. And like 30 year olds, 28, 30 year olds, whose parents are on still on their parents' cell phone plans and which is mind blowing to me, like mind blowing. I mean, like Joe Molino is counting down until we get, (laughs) you know, we're so close to getting, getting one kid off our payroll. He's like, we're close to getting someone off the payroll. I'm like, "Mm -mm, we got grad school, you know? So, you know, and like it, and his lease, you know, he's he's been living in a house with, you know, buddies that he grew up with. Um, they've all been going to school together and living in like the six bedroom, five and a half bath house. And and, you know, we were, you know, Joe, the other other weekend was like, dude, your your lease is up in July. Like you have to move out at the end of July. Like, do you know what you're going to do? Or like, are you like looking for a place with friends? Are you planning to come home? Like, are you going to do grad school here? Are you going to go? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know right now. And I'm like, okay, like, let's just not, you know, let's take one thing at a time and, you know, to figure it out. But, you know, it's stressful. It's, it's stressful on these kids. It's stressful for us. But yeah, like if just know, if you move back here, you are a temporary visitor and there is no longer dinner being served. That's right. 
you've moved back in and it's not a hotel, which is so funny because when my son comes back from Austin every time, he always likes to be like, I'm the guest. I'm like, no, you're not. Here's yeah. the here's the trash can. Like you're yeah. gonna take no, what you are is you just became our our servants for Christmas and you <laughs> you are our servants for Thanksgiving. And I mean I love, I do love um when the house is full yeah. and all their friends come over and there's there's bodies laying everywhere and we're we're clearly out of towels. And one of um and one of you know our friends that's Again, they're a little ahead of us. They're about, they've been empty nesters for about a couple of years. Mm -hmm. They're like, it's like a hurricane comes in town. And then, and then you're like, what time is your flight? Like, what time does your class start tomorrow? Like, okay, that's been, that's been great. But I have to say, I, I do love this next journey. Yeah. I do think that um, it, it is great when you're, when you're with someone that's your best friend, it, it is great to kind of look back and think to yourself, okay, there was us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then we created these little beings. Yeah. And these little, these little beings, we didn't end up killing them, which is amazing. 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 Oh. And then, you know, we, we, we put them out. We're, we're trying to put these good people out into the world. We're trying to do the right thing. And then now we've got to go back to who are we? And all that discovery of, of, of who we are and what we enjoy doing. And, you know, um, Bruce and I are both, both working and, and working keeps us somewhat busy, but there are nights when we're like, okay, let's binge watch six episodes of Suits. Why not? We do that every night and every day. <laughs> That's a regular for us. But I have to say, like, last last year, like, you know, when I was just so sad and, you know, we were we were a party house in high school. I, you know, and yeah, we, we loved it. And um, uh, so when Nikki went and, you know, since our boys are so close in age, so it, the house was never empty. And and so then when Nikki went and they both have big groups of friends. But when Nikki went last year, I especially felt like we didn't just lose Nikki. We lost all his friends, too. Like we lost like there are more keys to this house than I even know that are out there that kids in this city have. I don't even know how many people have keys to my front door. And I don't even care because I just love to see their little faces coming in the front door. And even still, like like when I see one of them come in, like it just, we, we get so excited because I just adore them. I adore them all. And, and so I was so, so just painfully sad and grieving, you know, our own kid, but all these, you know, their friends too. And our, and our kids have grown up with their friends since kindergarten too. So, and, and not having any family here, these have been our extended nieces and nephews and our family. And, you know, so, um, it, you know, Joe one day last fall, you know, he came home from work and he's like, what's wrong? And I was, you know, weepy and crying. And I was like, I'm just so sad. I'm just, I can't stop being sad. And he was like, it kind of hurts my feelings that you're just so sad all the time. And that about just being the two of us. And I was like, you don't get it. It's not about you. This is about me. And I don't, I don't have a purpose now. I feel like I don't have a purpose now. What is my whole point? Like my, our children are gone. Like what, what is my point now? What, what is, what is my purpose? I don't have a purpose. My purpose has, is gone. So it's, that has been the biggest challenge of being an empty nester of 
uh, you know, like I said, like I got to start looking inward and giving attention to myself and, you know, and that's, that's been hard. Well, it's interesting because um, I have, I have some people coming behind us, right? So I have a friend, lots of friends that have seniors now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what would your advice be? I mean, my advice was, you know, you have to make sure that you've got a really strong relationship with your your husband or your partner because yeah. it is going to be you and them staring at each other like yeah. what are we going to do today um so you got to make sure that's really strong your senior year and then as you mentioned before you find another you find another purpose mm-hmm. um because the other thing i you know i almost feel like because my um older son has met his person he has mm-hmm. met his girl i believe yeah. they're going to get married met her at 15 um, I feel like, you know, he already was drifting away from me, right? <laughs> you right. know, because, because he had a girlfriend that he was confiding in. And then of course mm-hmm. I love her. So she would fill me in, but you know, mm-hmm. I was hearing it secondhand and, secondhand. and so, uh, we know that they're going to start on their own journey, especially with her graduating and moving to Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, yeah. Got to find my own purpose. Have to find yeah. um, my uh, our our yin and yang. My my husband coaching soccer means that he is surrounded by all those people. Thanks to COVID and the technology industry, I work for a company where two of my teams are in Portland, Oregon. Um, my company is headquartered in Boston, and I'm the only representative in Jacksonville who. Mm-hmm. Um, I communicate with everyone over Zoom. And so that's not totally my jam. I like to be surrounded by a lot of people. So I think, you know, kind of wrapping up, I think if you are missing the noise, you have to go out and create new noise um, or new energy or, you know, all that that you gave to your boys, you find um, giving, well, you've given so much volunteering. That yeah, honestly, yeah. Carly, you need to get paid. You yeah, know, I'm yeah. sure Joe is like, go get paid, Carla, go get paid. <laughs> yeah. You know, but so, you know, for me, like at this point, like I, I like, it's not uncommon for me. You're going to be shocked. It's not because since you've known me so long, it's not uncommon for me not to leave my house for five days at a time at this point in my life. Um, I just, you know, I, I'm, I've become a lot more of a homebody or, I mean, you know, like I, I travel, I do travel a lot, you know, both with Joe and without Joe, you know, girlfriends and stuff. But um, I, the noise for me, I don't, the noise that I miss, I don't feel like I will ever be able to get back because it's the noise of my kids and their, their friends. And that is, okay. that is for me, like what has truly been the hardest. Um, and, um, you know, just that the heartbeat of this house, uh, and it's just been just, um, just so deafening silence here for, for me. And, and it's, again, it has nothing like Joe and I adore each other. We have so much fun together. Like, and we have amazing friends and we do, you know, do, you know, a lot of stuff with our friends and stuff. But, um, you know, at this point too, we also like, cause we've been on the, you're on the go nonstop since the moment you have these children. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, it's like, you know what, we do like sitting at home, you know, with, the fireplace and on and, you know, and just, just binge watching shows. So, um, and 
you know, and that's, that's nice. So, so that would be your advice, right? Um, if you, if you told someone to prepare, you'd probably say, this is a time to take a breath. Yeah. Right? This is definitely a time to take a breath and just prepare yourself that it, for the emptiness, for the quiet. And, and there are a lot of parents who are like, woohoo, they're gone. They're gone. I mean, my parents were like that because I was the youngest of three. Um, and we were kind of spread far out. So I think my parents felt like they were, you know, parenting for, you know, 800 years. Um, but yeah, I think you have to take a breath and just kind of look a little bit down the road and, and think about what it's going to look like for you when your kids are gone. Um, and start thinking about that now and preparing yourself because I, I knew I was going to be sad, but it, you know, um, I wasn't prepared for what I went through. Um, so, um, yeah, well that's, Hey, that's good advice. And, you know, we say here, I mean, every day is a decision and the decision to kind of go through that and the decision to get to the other side, the decision to, you know, um, decide what, what do we want to do now? And if what we want to do right now is relaxing, if what we want to do is shooting each other in the woods, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, when you need, when you need that noise, you know, you can always call us. I believe there's mountain biking trails up there that are calling our name. Well, and so we have, we will be up all there for bedrooms that don't ever get used now. So, well, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to make out in any one of those bedrooms, um, but we may not come up on a naked Tuesday because Please nobody don't. wants to see, nobody, nobody wants, to, wants see to see us after children with each other, um, none at all. So I want to thank you so much for coming oh, on this podcast yeah, and, this so and sharing your journey. And, you know, I know some people are sad and then there's some other people who are like woohoo I'm kind of sort of feel like I fall in the middle because I I didn't clean out his room the way that I thought that I would which was kind of I thought I was going to have a woohoo I'm going to start some projects kind of thing Um, but that's not how it's turning out and I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving and then I'm really looking forward to the end of Thanksgiving right. when I go back. Right, right. And it's like, I, I will say I do have plenty of you who moments where like my friends with younger kids are like, oh, we got to go to basketball this weekend or, oh, we have baseball weekend. I'm like, see a sucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. You, not me. I already did yeah. my time. <laughs> no, Bruce invited me to a soccer game the other day to, to watch him coach other people's children. And I was Sorry. like, huh, let me check uh-uh. my watch. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. I'm busy. I well, love you. Thank you. I'll support you from home. Well, thank you again. And You're as welcome. you know, we've got our 25th wedding anniversary. I am thinking that we need to get our husbands on after our anniversary because I want to hear what you guys did. We're going to share what Spoiler we're doing. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. We have new plans. <laughs> Well, uh, we can kind so, of talk about that. We, that'll we, be very interesting <laughs> to see how that turns out. We we could talk about that, but I plan on having you, um, you and Joe, on again because I know Joe and and Bruce want to get back uh, to to talking the, the, uh, the four of us because we we definitely have some interesting stories. So, oh, yeah. thank you again. Thank you, Lynn. This was so fun.